Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. Following the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from the Great White North and his studio beneath the stairs. Here's Richard. Welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, weary traveler. Hang your cloak on a peg. Grab a stool and come warm yourself by the fire. There are stories to be told and you are among friends. Carlos Kajina is my technical producer and Ryan White is my live stream producer. Be sure to check out my YouTube and Rumble channel, Strange Planet. Coming up in the second hour. This is interesting. Apparently, during a high-level committee meeting in Ottawa back on Wednesday, March the 2nd, Larry McGuire, he's a conservative MP or member of parliament. He's also vice chair of the Standing Committee on Natural Resources. And he posed in that meeting, he posed several pointed questions to John F.G. Hannaford. He's the deputy minister of natural resources. And the questions were about reports of flying objects over Canadian nuclear facilities. Victor Vigiani, executive director of Zealand Communications, will be here to discuss this hour. Canada's Edgar Casey, the last of the Sleeping Prophets, remote viewer Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is here to talk about the Russian invasion of Ukraine, among other things. Uh, Douglas uh, is best known as a trans clairvoyant. He's a spiritual healer, teacher, published author who demonstrates many abilities studied by noetic sciences, the study of consciousness, including clairvoyance, telepathy, energy healing, remote viewing, prediction and prophecy. He's one of a few, a select few, able to demonstrate all of these abilities and even fewer who are considered a reliable information source. He teaches people the world over about spiritual development through the practice of meditation and the application of spiritual principles in daily life. And he is the author of many, many books, including Secrets of Life, The Complete New Age Health Guide, The New Earth, A Prophetic View of Our Future, Gems of Wisdom and Conversations with the Akashic Field, his website, douglasjamescottrell.com. Douglas, welcome back. How are you? It's a pleasure to be back, Richard. Uh, and this is a trying time. It's, it's good to see a friendly face uh, on the Zoom here, Phil. It's a pleasure. Uh, you and I talked on Coast to Coast on Friday, January 21st. It was a terrific uh, show. We did a remote viewing experiment in the first half. But in the second half, you made a number of uh, predictions based on on visions, you predicted, among other things, again, this is Jan 21st, you predicted Russia would indeed invade Ukraine. There would be a bitter war, uh, which would involve a deadly large-scale accident, I think you call it, a deadly large-scale accident. And indeed, uh, the Russians began shelling the, uh, I'm not going to have much success pronouncing this, but I believe it's called the Zaporizhia nuclear power station. It's the largest power nuclear uh, power station in Europe. Uh, a part of the plant caught on fire. Russian troops are occupying the plant. I don't know if that's what you were referring to by a, a deadly large-scale accident, uh, but let's, let's talk about that. Uh, is that what you saw, the Russians perhaps shelling a nuclear plant? Yes, I did. Well, the actual vision was um, started with... Um, civilians, a man and a woman, laying down on the ground, firing at soldiers in the distance who happened to have the same green color fatigued uniforms as the Russian soldiers have, but at the time I wasn't sure of it. And in the background was a white dome structure of some sort, like a like a big structure, which almost looks a bit like that nuclear reactor. And I'm not brave enough to try to pronounce that name, <laughs> as you just did. But it leads into um, the idea, or not the idea, the vision, which the man was, the civilian man was shot. The woman picked up the rifle and she started shooting. And then this gigantic uh, explosion took place in which all of the sky went black with charcoal colored black clouds. And in the clouds were this golden or yellow lining or lines around the clouds and a language Words were written in a language that I couldn't pronounce, which I now believe was Ukraine. 
the idea that uh, there was a um, man and a woman in that particular uh, vision fighting with the soldiers hasn't happened yet. There was uh, um, whoever gave that order to fire on a nuclear power station is absolutely insane. Uh, indeed, it would be perceived as nuclear terror. But what if it had of struck the structure and gone off instead of just causing reportedly causing fires that were extinguished and reportedly that there's no uh, no radiation leakage? We don't know that for sure. Right. Well, the, the, I guess the International Atomic Agency, they monitor it. I don't know how they do that. They said that there was no increase in radiation. And yeah. it's luckily... Uh, because we automatically, of course, think of Chernobyl also in Ukraine. And this, this nuclear plant, I understand, is constructed a little differently uh, in that it has a containment area. Uh, Chernobyl did not. Uh, the other thing, thankfully, is that this part of the plant uh, had been shut down, although it still has nuclear materials. So, you know, the potential is there, obviously, right. for, a, for a tremendous accident. So where I was going with that is that we, we've told these things. We don't know if they're, they're certain, although we've been assured of that same thing. Now, Chernobyl uh, is, which was predicted by my friend Joe Eichenhofer way back in the day before it happened, three or four years. Uh, he also had seen that Chernobyl was going to continuously leak radiation and that there would be a second catastrophe at Chernobyl. So what's happening at this largest nuclear power plant in, uh, in Ukraine uh, the attack occurred, uh, and that vision would be considered fairly accurate. But I want to add to it. The important part is that I just this came across my uh, my radar here on the cell just a few days ago. There is a lady, uh, Virginia, uh, I think her name is uh, Dornova, who is a, a, a Ukraine national and living in Ottawa, has just decided a couple of days ago. Uh, probably a week ago, to go to Ukraine and fight for her country. Now, in that vision I had was a man and a woman. The man was uh, shot and the woman picked up the rifle and proceeded to do battle. And then the explosion took place. So in that, in the realm of, of symbolism and visions, I think this woman going back to fight alongside of the freedom fighters, if I can call them that, uh, is yet to be. So this near miss at the nuclear power plant uh, is a ripple before the big wave. I, I do believe there is going to be the, the fulfillment of that vision, which there will be a disaster where the, the sky will go thick with dark charcoal black clouds. And, and so the vision of a man and a woman lying down on the ground and firing at Russian soldiers, they are sort of symbols of... Uh, citizens taking up arms or even Ukrainians who live abroad. And now we are hearing, uh, you mentioned this woman, Virginia from Ottawa, going back to Ottawa or back to Ukraine to fight. Uh, there are a number of stories about Canadian Ukrainians, one as young as 18, who has decided he's going to go over there and fight. There are stories of American Ukrainians picking up arms or deciding to pick up arms and go and fight alongside the Ukrainian army, mm -hmm. uh, which I've, I've heard is... Um, they have so many, they have their regular uh, army, and then they have uh, people who want to sign up. And apparently, th there's, a, like, there's a waiting list now. There are so many uh, Ukrainian citizens wanting to sign up to fight that they're turning people down. I guess they don't have enough uniforms, enough weaponry, enough rations, whatever the reason. <laughs> they're all stocked up. So uh, that's, that's happening now as we speak. Well, that, in, that, in that scenario, there was a civilian resistance, if you will, the men and the woman firing at uh, uniformed soldiers. So this would now be playing out as the Ukraine, uh, the Ukrainian people are now taking up arms. Anybody 16 to 60 is now being recruited or required to fight. And there's this influx of so-called foreign fighters coming. They're not mercenaries, apparently. They're just people volunteering. How crazy that can be, I don't know, but how patriotic it would be for the, the people overseas who come or hail from Ukraine, I can understand that. Uh, but it was a civilian, in, in the vision, it was civilians fighting against uh, trained soldiers in uniform. And then something in a, in a white domed area. If we look at the pictures of uh, these places, Chernobyl and or 
uh, this large nuclear power plant. Apparently, there are many in Ukraine as well. Yeah, they've got six, I believe, six nuclear power plants. So it could be any one of those in which there is something where there is small arms fire and then a catastrophe. It is going to happen. Other people on my radio show and and people I've spoken to have similarly had um, corresponding visions where there has been radioactivity in the ground. I believe also on one one of the shows we were on, I was talking about, I think maybe your show, maybe my own, I'm not sure, there was uh, a vision where in Russia something bad was going to happen where living people would not want to touch the corpses in the street or deceased people. Ah, we mentioned that on coast to coast when we back go. in January. Yes. I remember so, that. And we, we thought somebody mentioned to me, it could be a plague. Uh, I couldn't perceive what that might be until now. That will be the dead corpses. The people will be radioactive from the fallout or from radioactivity and the living people won't want to touch them because they don't want to be exposed to radioactivity. This sounds gruesome. I'm, I'm, sort of talking in a, in a casual way about it, but it corresponds to their first vision that after there is some disaster, that there are going to be people dead in the streets and they'll be radioactive. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is uh, with us and his website is douglasjamescottrell.com. Cottrell is C-O-T-T-R-E-L-L. Com. You mentioned the radio show. We should uh, tell people how they can listen. That's the uh, the Global Village with uh, Douglas James Cottrell radio show. And that's uh, Fridays. That's still Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern, correct? That's correct. Best way to get it is through my website, douglasjamescottrell.com. And you can go to my um, also my podcast uh, called Wake Up. So we are re- recording this uh, this program. It's not live. It's uh, it's actually March uh, the fifth. So as we record this, so events between now and, and when the show airs could change dramatically. Um, but at, right now, it looks like the Russians have pretty much encircled all of the various battalions in the eastern uh, part of Ukraine, in the Donbass region, those two uh, particular areas that that Putin then recognized as uh, as uh, independent republics, if you will, uh, they, uh, once they, I mean, it seems to me that's, that it's inevitable that, that they will, the Russians will take over that eastern portion of Ukraine, uh, east of the Dnieper River, and then that will free up troops and they will perhaps move to, you know, move on Kiev and, and other, other cities. How do you see uh, this war being resolved ultimately, or how do you, how, how do you see it ending? I don't. Um, I've been looking for um, some end time. Uh, recently, we talked on my show about uh, what is Putin going to do? How is he going to resolve it? Uh, there is sort of a uh, um, an expression, or sorry, an expectation out there that somebody's going to they're going to shake hands and it's going to be over once uh, a certain limit of uh, acquisition of, of Ukraine is going to take place. Not going to happen. Uh, uh, President Putin is not going to stop. His intention is to take over the whole country. Uh, there are people out now to attempt to uh, eliminate President Zelensky and his family and, and the other relatives. And what has just happened recently with the um, uh with the events that are taking place to isolate him, alienate him, and the other billionaire millionaires in Russia uh, to take away their assets is going to be provocative and there'll be retaliation, severe retaliation. You think that the Russians are seeing these sanctions as a declaration of war? We're at war. We're at we're right now. If I use this, somebody said this to me, I haven't dreamed of it or had a vision, but somebody said uh, World War III is now uh, on economically. And now it's, it's, this is a cancer that's expanding. And as much as, uh, uh, as much as what we said of a nuclear disaster, there have been other attacks against U.S. property, country, 
West Coast, East Coast that people have seen that are reported to me. And they have corresponded with little glimpses of what I've seen. You're saying in visions, these attacks on U.S. property, these are visions. These are future events we're talking about. Right. And they could happen, you know, days or weeks, whenever, whenever a wild animal is pushed into a corner. I'm not trying to and, 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 uh, uh, interject this, this uh, eventuality, but in answering the question, how is this going to end? It's not going to end. And not until the Ukraine is completely gobbled up and surrendered. And by the looks of the Ukraine people, they're not going to surrender. So this is going to go on for a long time. They, I have predicted on your show in other ways, other visions corresponding, gigantic increases in gasoline and commodities and shortages and gold and silver going up. This is now in place uh, as of Friday the uh, uh, 4th. Uh, gasoline took the uh, one day, uh, the highest jump in one day, 15%. Oil was up 25% over the week. We're talking about the commodities. And limit up moves are taking place in Corn, grain, soya, beef, and other commodities, which means the price that we're paying is going to double. Inflation, I've predicted on your show as well, is well in hand. And so um, let, let me let me just say this quietly. I noticed at the bank that people are walking out of the bank with little envelopes stuffed with money. Yes, I was there doing the same myself, but I saw other people. And I leaned over to the teller and I said, are people kind of, you know, doing what I'm doing today, taking a little spare cash home? And I said, oh, yes, Douglas. So we have a quiet run on the bank going here in Canada right now, if not across the U.S., if not across the world. So to answer the question, when is this going to end? This is not. It's going to be, uh, um, it's not going to be a quick war. I'll interject this. When it first happened, Russia going into Ukraine, I heard the word cakewalk. And I expect that that was what President Putin and the Russians expected. This was going to be a cakewalk into the country, intimidate them. Here's the big bad wolf or bear, and we're going to take over your country, lay down your arms and and behave. Didn't happen. And the contingencies didn't uh, take into account that there was going to be fierce uh, fighting back by the Ukraine people, which is now happening. And they're not going to go away. I I think that was an error that that Putin made. I agree. uh, That that he he thought that he had that that the ukrainian people are convinced that they and the russians are this one and the same people uh putin you know has tried to make this case that there is ukraine is not a real country uh even though kiev was an important center you know a thousand years ago b- before moscow uh yes they are cousins really the russians and the ukrainians they have shared culture and they have shared faith and all of these things but they're now they, they, the Ukrainians view themselves as a as a separate entity, an independent country, and I, I think Putin thought that maybe he might even go in there and be welcomed as a hero. That he keeps peddling this this mythology that Ukraine is is ruled by Nazis, hmm. uh, and yeah, they do have they they do have some battalions that are quite frankly they are they're 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 white supremacist Nazis. They've got swastikas on their on their helmets, the Azov Battalion in Eastern Russia. But these are, these are small little, little groups. Uh, that, for gosh sakes, the president of Ukraine is Jewish. At one time, the prime minister also was Jewish. Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't exist outside the state of Israel. So, uh, so this myth that, that uh, Ukraine is not a real country, that they're the same as the Russians, and that Ukraine has been hijacked by Nazis, that was Putin's sort of myth that he tried to peddle. The Ukrainians aren't buying it. And you're right, they're pushing back, um, which maybe that's a good thing in, well, it is a good thing, but it, it may deter uh, any future misadventures, let's say, on the part of Putin. If he thinks after Ukraine, he's going to waltz into, I don't know, Estonia or Latvia, which would trigger, you know, a third world war. Uh, perhaps he's he's had his nose sufficiently bloodied in Ukraine, even though ultimately I agree he's going to take that he's going to take it over and neutralize it. But um, maybe maybe he will learn his lesson here. I don't know. What do you think? We've got about a minute and a half here. Well, in summary, um, um, what's really got at stake here is like all wars, it's property, commodities, riches. Ukraine apparently is extremely rich in their natural resources. And what's going on now with this economic uh, backlash where 
now uh, President Putin and his friends are under severe financial attack, they are going to retaliate. This is going to go outside of Ukraine. And that's what I'm afraid of. All right. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is with us and the website, douglasjamescottrell.com. Don't forget his radio program. And that's uh, the Global Village with Douglas James Cottrell. That's every Friday live, Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll uh, take a quick time out, come back. And Douglas, when we come back, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about um, uh, what's going to happen economically here in the West. You mentioned the price of oil. Let's find out how high will it go. And then we can get into some other uh, predictions. One of the other things that you mentioned on Coast back in January was uh, that the Queen would pass away this year during her Jubilee. Back with more of our conversation right after these. Stay with us. Start feeling rejuvenated right now. Order your one-month supply of Super Tea and GI Joy today from GetTheTea.com. This Super Tea is specifically formulated to cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. And of course, the colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines, spreading toxins to our bloodstream. Life Change Tea is not the same tea that you buy in the store off the shelf. Life Change Tea is eight powerful herbs blended together to maximize your health. You also get 60 capsules of the GI Joy, which contains colostrum, which helps to assist in maintaining a healthy digestive tract. It also helps maintain a healthy immune system. Super Tea and GI Joy from Get The Tea for a healthy digestion and a healthy immune system. Use the code UNLIMITED and all your orders ship for free. Consult your healthcare professional before using this product. If you're pregnant or breastfeeding, do not use without consulting a healthcare professional. You can become an official Patreon supporter of my work here at Strange Planet Productions by donating a monthly amount through patreon.com forward slash strange planet patreon.com forward slash strange planet there are several tiers to choose from pick which one is right for you but any monthly amount is greatly appreciated as a sign of my appreciation you can have your name mentioned on air during my weekly radio show or you could have your name included in a crawl on my youtube channel live stream you could also receive episodes of my old podcast the rock and roll twilight zone this critically acclaimed podcast produced in partnership with chris jericho is not currently available anywhere else. If you enjoy this podcast or my weekly radio program, The Conspiracy Show, you can really get behind me and my work by donating once a month at patreon.com forward slash strange planet, patreon.com forward slash strange planet. Welcome back to Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. And we are back with Canada's Edgar Casey, last of the sleeping prophets, remote viewer, trans clairvoyant, spiritual healer, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. And we're talking about predictions, prophecies, and uh, visions. We've been talking about the Russian uh, Ukrainian war, the price of oil. Now, it's not the price of uh, oil, not entirely hitched to this conflict. Obviously, that has a lot to do with it. But even before the Russians invaded Ukraine, um, it was on its way up because, you know, the demand is starting to grow again now that a lot of COVID restrictions are being lifted. Uh, but the supply simply isn't there. Uh, the United States was um, energy independent up until about a year ago. And uh, now certain pipelines have been closed, uh, shut down or projects, future projects. They're not uh, drilling on public land here in Canada. Um, we have... Um, we have a shortage of capacity in terms of pipelines. We, we don't have pipelines to the East Coast, to the West Coast. We have the third largest uh, oil reserves on the planet. We have an, a huge amount of natural gas that we, we could be exporting, but we're not. So there's a supply problem even without Russia, Ukraine, and now that's been exacerbated. How high do you see the price of oil uh, per barrel going, Douglas? Well, I, I haven't checked the commodities, so I can't give you an exact number, but on the uh, gasoline I, on the show, it was predicted by one of our listeners, uh, John from Michigan, who saw gasoline at $6 a U.S. barrel, uh, $6 a U.S. gallon, and he saw that in November. So uh, uh, can you give me a price where, where uh, oil is right now? 
well, the WTI crude is 115. Brent crude is at 118. So how, how high do you think it's going? Well, 125 right away, and then it's right. going to jump to 150. Then 150. That's we were looking at. Ah, so, I see. Okay. That gold. Was just, gold. Gold is <laughs> flirting with $2,000. What is it? Uh, 19, I saw it nine, a peak yesterday around 1950 uh, yeah. U.S. per ounce. How, fi- how high is that going? Well, on your show, I think I mentioned $2,400. 2400 right, yeah. in the short term. Yeah, in the short term. It's on its way to $5,000, but that's like, you know, 10 years. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> we're getting to that point. I am buying a few uh, uh, items from the Canadian Mint, uh, those little silver coins, and, and they're pretty pricey right now, too. So uh, uh, and on your show and my own and other times, we've talked about having gold coins and silver coins as alternative currencies. So um, it's it's being somewhat, you can see it. Uh, I'm just looking at it. It's, it's getting up to 2000. I can be, see a hand pushing it back down. So there's going to be big resistance at 2000, but after that 2400, 2800, and then eventually, you know, well over 5,000. But for the short term, foreseeable time, within the next year or two, uh, we're easily going to see 24. Uh, hundred dollars on on, a, on one ounce of gold, and then maybe more. Here in Canada, uh, where do you see inflation going? It's going higher. Uh, you know, seven percent is uh, just the number seven in my mind. So it could go up. Um, you know, interest rates could go up seven percent from where they are. Uh, it's it, it, and I see people with money falling through their fingers, just as I'm talking to you now. Uh, so the uh, Canadian dollar is going to become weaker and weaker. But I could see inflation just like it was back in 1974 and 1986, uh, uh, 88, somewhere in there. It's going to keep uh, just, you know, multiplying. I see X's and X's and X's. So it's going to multiply very quickly. Uh, do you see food shortages here in Canada? Yes, I do. Uh, there will be ship, uh, the, the shipping, shipping, uh, problems with trucks from the south to the north is going to be interrupted. Uh, I'm expecting some catastrophe in Wyoming where there will be either a, a, um, an explosion that's, uh, on purpose or it will be a volcanic eruption. And that's going to cause, uh, uh volcanic ash to go right across the, uh, Midwest and even up to Harvey's coast. And I've also seen the, uh, that uh, I think it's Madrid uh, Meridian or that fault line people are talking about now. And I've said on your show before that our parliament buildings are going to slip off down the back into the, uh, into the river behind the parliament buildings because of some gigantic earthquake. So through the middle of our country, the U S and Canada, there'll be, there'll be difficulties in transporting uh, dry goods and food. And with commodity prices going up, doubling, uh, or whatever the, the ultimate's going to be at the retail level, it's going to be just a mess uh, for us. We should have, uh, we should now stock up and have something. I'm not trying to, not trying to be a, a you know, a fear monger here, but we should be prepared for shortages. And we should also be prepared for, get this, internet outages. That's going to be uh, internet attacked. outages as a result of Russian cyber attacks or some natural EMP event like a sun, a, a solar storm. I think this is going to be because of the explosions or uh, attacks, willful attacks on large departments and countries. Well, I just want to go back to uh, something you said about Wyoming a moment ago. Uh, uh, the possible, well, you're, we're talking about the Yellowstone caldera here, which, you know, yeah. many experts, I guess, or uh, many people have, have hinted that it's, it's overdue and it's, uh, it's, it's going to blow at some point. Right. We're, we're looking at a massive eruption. So is, uh, is that specifically what you're seeing that the Yellowstone called the super volcano is going to erupt? Yes. I've seen a wall of lava moving eastward like a big wave, like a tsunami wave. And the heat from that eruption, uh, in the dream, I was someplace at an airport. I was trying to pick up the metal tools. They were so hot, I couldn't pick them up. And the dust was everywhere. Other uh, visions we've had is snowing uh, uh, in uh, in Hamilton, uh, so to speak, which, of course, uh, with people wearing bathing suits would mean 
not snow, but ash. There's been interruptions where the trucks can't go um, much higher, uh, much further north. And then what just comes to my mind is that also uh, my daughter had this vision. I've seen it. My, my friend Raul in Texas and other people, maybe the listening audience here uh, has seen this, where all of a sudden the planes are going to fall down out of the sky, all of them at one time. The effect of that would be super pressure above the plane at altitude or planes and pushing them to the ground. And that could only happen, I think, well, not only, but would be a, a situation where the, the pressure would be shot up in the air from a volcano and pushing the airplanes down or the volcanic ash in the air and the, and the jets would freeze up and they wouldn't be able to fly. All right. So somebody uh, else thought it, I heard you mention about this, this uh, conference about uh, uh, unidentified objects uh, over our, our nuclear power stations. Yes. Uh, just recently uh, someone had a, I think it was on my, Sunday, uh, uh, we do a Sunday church service, spiritual healing, and somebody volunteered that they saw uh, crafts that looked like footballs, and they had red, white, and blue stripes on them, and they were going through the air, they were attacking, or they were in combat, and they all collapsed out of the air, they fell to the ground. I'm not sure if that was UFOs or if that was, you know, flags. Uh, Russia has the red, white, and blue stripes on, on one of their flags that I saw. I'm not sure if that's connected, but I'm, I'm just bringing that up and saying that that coincides with what uh, you were talking about earlier in the show, that there is going to be an investigation of these objects flying over our, our territory. And I'm wondering if that is somehow connected. I'm, I'm thinking out loud here, not making a prediction. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, Last of the Sleeping Prophets and the Trans Clairvoyant, his uh, website, Douglas James Cottrell, C O T R E L dot com. And uh, the Global Village with Douglas James Cottrell can be heard Friday nights at 9 p.m. Just go to the website to stream it. Um, let's see here. We just have. By the way, the Queen, uh, I, I didn't say she was going to pass away, I said she was going to pass her crown. Ah. So. All right, let's pick up on the other side and 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 uh, and talk about that. Um, that's right. I was just checking the notes on Coast to Coast AM. That's what you said. She would pass her crown. Some, that would be sometime this year. This mm-hmm. is her seventieth year. Uh, I don't know what, you, what. What do we? That's not a silver. What is that anniversary? Seventy years. Doesn't matter. It's a long time. <laughs> All right. Um, let's uh, let's take a time out. Come back and. Uh, more visions and prophecies with Canada's Edgar Casey, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. My name is Richard Serrett. Don't go away. This is Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. Follow Richard on Twitter at Richard Serrett. For show information, visit the website strangeplanet.ca. I call it the miracle molecule, carbon-60 or C60 from my good friends at Evo C60. I take a tablespoon every morning. It delivers more than 172 times the power of vitamin C. C60 is a known antiviral, antioxidant, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, and it's a remedy that works. C60 Evo can slow down the aging process by reducing cellular damage. C60 Evo users consistently enjoy better sleep and wake up feeling refreshed. I sleep like a baby. I have no aches or pains. Zero. I'm 58 and I don't have a gray hair on my head. And I have boundless energy. Get your miracle molecule in a bottle. C60 from c60evo.com slash Richard hyphen Serrett. Use the coupon code EVRS at checkout and save 10%. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you have a medical concern, please contact your healthcare provider. Have you subscribed to my newsletter yet? It's fast easy and absolutely free just go to my website strangeplanet.ca strangeplanet.ca and then click on subscribe all i need is your email address and that's it then once a month you'll receive my newsletter inner sanctum in your email inbox the inner sanctum contains a monthly brief a column of my analysis of the news and opinions there's a this month in ufo or conspiracy history a look ahead to an upcoming episode of this radio program, a book club, my podcast pick of the month, a spotlight on a previous guest, 
and much more. Join the Strange Planet community by signing up for your free subscription to Inner Sanctum. Again, go to strangeplanet.ca, strangeplanet.ca, and click on subscribe. It's a strange planet. Read all about it. If you enjoy Conspiracy Unlimited, why not become a Conspiracy Unlimited Plus member? For just $1.99 per month, you'll gain access to two bonus, exclusive commercial-free episodes per month, plus access to my back catalog of episodes. To subscribe, just go to ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com and click on Gain access to premium episodes. Again, go to conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com and click on Get Access to Premium Episodes or click on the link in the episode notes. Conspiracy Unlimited Plus for less than $2 per month. Why not sign up today? The truth goes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Ridiculed. Second, it is violently opposed. Third, it is accepted as self-evident. Self-evident. You're listening to Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. And we are back with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, trans clairvoyant, the last of the Sleeping Prophets candidate is Edgar Casey, And uh, we're talking about uh, visions, predictions, prophecies. So just before the end of the, uh, the last segment, you mentioned... Queen Elizabeth II, and this is her 70th year, 70th year of her reign. And um, on coast to coast back in January, you're right. I said, you said she would die. No, you said she would pass her crown uh, this year. Is it going to go to Prince Charles? That's a really good question. Uh, There was a time when I saw it jumping a generation, shall we call it and going to uh, Prince William. And uh, I'm going I'm to give you a percentage on that. It's 50-50 chance it's going to pass over Charles for a whole lot of reasons. His, marital, his, his marriage, his wife's uh, um, situation as a divorced woman, uh, Princess Di is still well thought of. And we have this charming, wonderful um, uh, Prince William who, who would easily be the perfect monarch with a perfect wife. And from now on, by the way, I've said this before, uh, I had a vision or a dream where I actually heard him saying, there's been enough women, it's time for men to be the monarch. So as you know, he has, I believe he has one or two sons. I, I'm not up on the family myself. Now, Prince William and, has yeah, two, uh, two sons and a daughter. And so, okay, there I'm right. So there's going to be a... Um, series of kings now for the next four or five generations. We're not going to be around to see that, Richard, at least I'm not going to be, but it'll, it will be kings now running the country. And I, it's 50-50 whether uh, Charles takes the crown or not. That's why I say pass the crown. Right. Well, if it does pass to Charles, it, you know, he could live to be a very uh, old age, but he's already in his 70s. Yeah, he's a uh, couple Prince, years older than me. Yep. Prince Charles, so it might be a, a fairly short reign, as, at least compared to Queen Elizabeth uh, the Second. Um, longest, longest reigning monarch in in recent times, I believe. Right. So you see, the British monarchy is being secure then for the next several generations, because there were some who suggest, you know, despite everything that has happened over her seventy years, and there were times when. You know, uh, Prince, Princess Diana, perhaps her own, her popularity, maybe even for a short time, eclipsed that of the queen. But the queen is a survivor and she remains incredibly popular. So some were questioning whether the monarchy would survive her passing. Um, it sounds like you're saying it, it, it will be secure for several more generations. At least the, the foreseeable ones, you know, two, three, maybe on the way down the far, there will be a series of kings now. The real problem is the flooding that's going on around the planet. And uh, the North and South Pole ice caps are melting at such a rate that in different parliaments or governments, uh, Spain, for instance, is predicting a, a, a 5 to 15 meter uh, rise in the Mediterranean. San Sebastian in the north will be flooded. Uh, I saw two lakes. There were now there are two rivers around Barcelona. I saw them become two lakes. 
the isle, the British Isles will shrink. Africa, I saw it shrinking. It was exact same size, but it shrunk in my vision. And that meant that the shelf that goes around the entire continent of Africa will be underwater. And apparently there, it's only three meters above water uh, at this point. And so that will be well underwater. The uh, Scandinavian countries, uh, Poland and, and other places are going to be flooded. So uh, the British Isles, you know, it's going to shrink. Uh, and that might be some, that might be some purpose or reason why the monarchy might not continue because the world's going to be flooded so severely that um, some of the places now that are above water will be well underwater that we're familiar with. And it'll change the face uh, way, the way the earth looks. I'm afraid that that might affect the monarchy. We, we just got through COVID. Who knows? Well, we'll never be done with it entirely, but it's endemic now. But who knows what other pandemics are coming our way? Never we've, got the, we've got the, um, the ascendancy of uh, you know, Russia and their geopolitical aspirations. Uh, we've got a, uh, the possible eruption of a, the, uh, the Yellowstone of caldera, the supervolcano there. You're talking about earthquakes uh, large enough that would uh, topple the the parliament buildings in Ottawa. They would slide down the hill into the Ottawa River. Saw that. Uh, It's going to happen. We've Mm -hmm. got worldwide flooding. Uh, We've got about a minute here before the break. Any good news on the horizon, Douglas? Yes, you can buy my book called The New Earth, which I predicted all this stuff back in 2011. And maybe I'll make a dollar or two and sell a book that's, you know, uh, 10, 15 years old. The good news is inventions are going through the the uh, uh, roof. Uh, space travel is uh, is happening. We are going to inhabit another planet. I've seen people living on a planet that was uh, hot on one side, cold on the other, uh, or cooler, and people were were inhabiting that planet. Right, just hold it right. We'll, we'll pick up on that point when we come uh, come back. The okay. future of space exploration. Canada's Edgar Casey, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell stays with us. Back with more in a moment. Don't go away. The truth will set you free. 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 But first, it will really tick you off. Welcome back to Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. Welcome back. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, Canada's Edgar Casey, last of the sleeping prophets. We were going to end on a, on a good note. Lots of bad news uh, coming our way. Floods, super volcanoes, earthquakes, the Russian aggression, cyber attacks, you name it. It's all staring us in the face. Pandemics. But there is some good news. And you're talking about uh, the future of space exploration and uh, humans inhabiting other planets. Tell me more about that. Yeah, I had a very clear vision. I was in an overview looking down on this planet that was... Uh, very bright on one side and dark on the other side. And I could see street lights uh, or illumination on the dark side. I knew somehow immediately that the white side of the planet was hot or we couldn't inhabit that side. But on the dark side, they were there, which uh, the atmosphere and, and the planet was livable. And they were in the dark because it was cool enough to to survive. And then there was this, there was a, a, all people were living, younger women with older men, like, you know, 20 years old with, with 45-year-old men as families, uh, older women who were uh, participating in all kinds of things. They were like running the place and they, they were, uh, you know, in charge, so to speak. And everybody was happy. Um, and then we were, we were planning to go out further. I have predicted that we were going to go to Mars, I think on your show on Coast to Coast, that there would be uh, some problems with bacteria or something, but that we were going to go out and we're going to reach out. Well, here we are. We've flown. We had a helicopter on Mars. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, meaning, we, the human race. So, this innovative uh, intention uh, of our famous um, uh, private space uh, programs—they're there are two billionaires in competition with each other, and this is going to motivate us to go to other planets. There Elon are Musk and Jeff Bezos. Yes, exa- exactly right. And uh, um, I had a vision where. Uh, I saw this huge spacecraft. It was so big that it had to take off in a certain way, not vertically, but in a certain way. And one day I'm going to go and I'm going to explain to uh, Mr. Musk, hey, I got an idea for you here. You know, maybe it'll help you get big payloads up into space. But having that vision, we were taking off big payloads 
in like an aircraft taking off. It wasn't vertical. It was that kind of, of transition from the ground to the, to the air. We're also going to have great inventions. Alzheimer's will be a thing of the past. Uh, all this research that's been going into uh, uh, the viruses and whatnot is now at warp speed finding out about the subatomic world and how vibrations and frequencies can affect viruses and how they live in that subatomic world. So we're going to understand the microcosm while at the same time we're exploring the macrocosm. You know, uh, it's just amazing what we're doing. Um, the stuff in China is, you know, China is not going to bomb anybody. They've never, never dropped bombs in 40 years. They're, they're a, a way of accumulating countries economically they're going to continue. They're already in all the ports around the world. And uh, China is going to be a shining light rather than an enemy, but they are going to be the next world power uh, with autonomy over all nations in the world. Hang on, I mean, when you say a shining light, I mean, they're a, they're a totalitarian authoritarian regime. They're, you know, they are enslaving the Uyghur minority Muslim population there, putting them in concentration camps. Well, I'm not talking about that now. I'm talking about how the, if you um, look at their bridge building uh, technology, if you look at their manufacturing and their space program, that's what I'm talking about in that intellectual um, creation uh, of what they do. Their politics and how the country runs and how I believe it's in China, everybody is supposed to accept their their point in life, their position, and that's it. You don't go anywhere. Uh, I'm personally against that. I find that offensive. Uh, but again, the totality uh, of um, whatever they have, I think the, the largest military um, force in the world, and they're just expanding, they're gobbling up the countries, and they're somehow going to have this when I say shining light, I'm talking about inventions and, and things like that. I'm not, I'm not trying to say they're an example of how we ought to be, but they, uh, they are not going to uh, go away. And as much as we might dislike what their politics are, uh, we have to do business with them. Even during the pandemic, we had to buy all our, our personal protective equipment from them. There was no place else to go. So somehow we're going to have to work out something with them, but, um, they're not this is the old empire they're not they're remembering what happened to china back in the 1800s and how the americans germans french and british treated them and now they're making amends or they're balancing the scales if you will it's what i see in my mind right now a pair of scales so uh don't let me mislead you richard i I don't like their politics but their technology and innovations are just amazing and the They've built more, more roads and highways in their country now than anyone else in the world. That's, that's the capabilities they have. Are they going into Taiwan militarily? Yeah, I just see big arms going around it. I see lots of military ships going by. No real bombing, but uh, there could be. But I see big arms going around it, like, you know, like hugging it. So, yeah, I've said that before, I think, on your show as well. Um, can't stop China. Can. And when when they come westward, as Edgar Casey once predicted, that was going to be a time, a signal that great difficulties were going to come into the world. And so here we are with great difficulties in the world, and China is coming westward. They own a lot of resources and property in the world. I just have about three minutes here, uh, Douglas. What's happening with you? Um, you I know you're teaching, uh, you know, online courses. You were doing some teaching, teaching people how to remote view in down in Texas, what's coming up in the future for you? Okay, well, right now we have uh, our international school of the prophets.com. That's our website where we have Zoom uh, spiritual healing Sunday services. And we've got about three months of them, uh, of those up, and, and people are getting spiritual healing. We call it virtue healing. Uh, it comes from the Bible, and Jesus turned the energy that left his body, the heal that lady, called it virtue. So that's what we call ours. Uh, so that's developing well. It's a free Zoom church service for people who want to come in internationally. And we have people from different parts of the world doing that. I've been to Texas. Uh, I, I'll probably end up there. Um, I do have some affinity uh, there. I have uh, um, some business interests there. But also we have a, uh, a nonprofit uh, organization started in Fort Worth as well. I uh, 
as you know, I'm, I teach very well how to do remote viewing. And the last course we had, I think there were 20 people. And do you remember that, that uh, coast-to-coast time when we had that little uh, uh, Rubik's Cube mishap where uh, that was the mystery object people were going to see, and then you got a hold of the picture ahead of time. Well, and then we had to change the object, but people were, when we did the actual experiment live on air, remote viewing experiment, uh, people were seeing the, the first object, the on, Rubik's on, Cube. On my desk at home, which was right. exactly the same as my desk in my office, which is 10 minutes away. Uh, that was amazing. And the last remote viewing uh, uh, experiments we've had, you nailed the last one right away, 99%. I said it was an orange, it was a grapefruit, or I said it was a grapefruit and it was an orange. That's right. But right. from the light under my desk here, it was more yellowy than an orange. So you, you're remote viewing over the, over the few years you've been practicing with me on the, on the air has been remarkable. The last one I did with the 20 people, I used the Rubik's Cube again. And uh, I probably will never use it again now that we've announced it, but it was a little square object, and I held it up to the camera like I'm holding this little box at the end, and they all went hysterical. They were so happy. They saw the rainbow colors, the little squares, the cube shape, and I spun it a little bit, and they saw the spiral. It was amazing. So I I, I thought, okay, I can do this uh, remote viewing course, and I'll probably set something up, and uh, we'll still teach the, teach the meditation, uh, quantum meditation course in Texas, but I'm 72 now. It's time to pass the, the torch. And so I'm about to do a, uh, uh, a tape, a, a television uh, show, if I, a, a pilot, if you will, of what I do. And hopefully somebody else can, can pick up. Maybe you can be the next remote viewer out there at Radio Lab because you are amazingly accurate. I'm not trying to flatter you. It's on the coast to coast. People can listen. The airplane you saw, well, the, the parts you saw in that ambulance, the, the little donut-shaped um, uh, travel clock we had, the uh, uh, the thing, the little bag we had with a uh, brown bag with little lines on it. You saw it. You were amazingly you know, along the way. People can see your development. But the last one, no time flat, just like that. You saw it. That was amazing. Well, you're a good teacher, Douglas. Thank you so much. As always, we'll be in touch. Thank you so much, my friend. My pleasure. Stay tuned for Hour 2. Victor Vigiani from Zealand News Network will be here and we'll discuss UFOs over Canadian nuclear facilities. Back with more in a moment. If you're a fan of this radio program and the Strange Planet podcast, why not show it off by wearing Strange Planet apparel or drinking from a Strange Planet mug? Check out all the great Strange Planet merch in my Strange Planet shop. Just go to the website, strangeplanet.ca, strangeplanet.ca, and click on Shop in the menu. There's a huge selection of men's and women's t-shirts. You like crop circles or the Mayan calendar? Got you covered. Are you into the Anunnaki? Wait till you see these designs. My favorite right now, lions do not lose sleep over the opinions of sheep. And one of our best sellers right now, Truth Gets You Crucified on the front and a passage from Matthew chapter 23 on the back. So many great t-shirt designs, I don't know where to begin. There's women's leggings and tote bags and, of course, mugs. Great gifts for family and friends who listen and love this show. My Strange Planet shop. Visit today and often. Just go to strangeplanet.ca and check it out.